Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Greensburg. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Decatur County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock it! So, Hammer, how do we feel about this, um, the latest agreement that has been reached to extend the Israel-Hamas truce or ceasefire or whatever in Gaza by two additional days? This goes into effect. They released some more hostages uh, hostages today, which I, which I like and I'm all for. But, you know, two-day extension of a ceasefire also means Hamas gets to replenish and regroup. And along with that, and you're 100% right with that, does the message go out to the rest of the world that you can kidnap someone mm-hmm. and ultimately you can get some sort of perk in return? There used to be that old saying, don't negotiate with terrorists. Right. And listen, if you have a loved one that was held hostage, that's probably not what you've been saying. You probably want anything in the world to happen to bring your loved one back home. I get that. But does this type of action encourage future kidnappings to take place? Like are more Israelis or more Americans going to be kidnapped by bad actors one day because now they see, listen, we can get what we want and then we'll have time to regroup at the same time. And then there's also the fact that, you know, for every single Jewish or slash American hostage that's released by Hamas, Hamas gets like 10 of their criminals released. Right. It's not it's a good ratio here. But look, there's two ways to look at that. Uh, I, I, prisoner for hostage swap sort of implies, some people think that implies that Palestinian criminals or terrorists are equal to innocent Jewish hostages kidnapped out of their homes. Now, Hamas really, I, I don't know that I agree with that. I think Hamas knows that one Jewish hostage is worth way more than 10 Palestinian criminal terrorists. Like, I, I doubt Israel would say it out loud, but I doubt I doubt they care how many worthless Hamas terrorist criminals they trade out for innocent hostages, even though the major downside to that is that those criminals, those terrorists, could go out and commit more atrocities. So Hamas also knows, I was reading about this today, that if you're an observing Jew, the recovery of captives, it's a religious duty on their part. So it's part of their orthodoxy, their religion. So there's there's been a real outcry in Israel, demonstrations every day for the release of hostages, no matter what. So let's just hope Israel continues to eradicate Hamas after this is over, because there's a real outcry to make this permanent, this this extension, this ceasefire, this truce, whatever, permanent. And that can't happen. They need to eradicate those monsters. But keep in mind, there was a ceasefire in place that was supposed to be permanent until Hamas sure. decided yeah. to paraglide in, murder those at that concert, and then go door to door and continue the killings, drag people through the streets, rape and kidnap and pillage. A ceasefire was already in place. So the latest information is that families of these latest hostages are expected to be released by Hamas. The families have been notified. This is from Israel earlier today. 
under this agreement, Hamas needs to release 10 more hostages for each additional day's pause in fighting. The four-day truce in Gaza, which was slated to end tomorrow, marked the first major diplomatic breakthrough in this conflict, bringing a little break in the action, if you want to call it that, and some relief to the hostages. Over the first three days of this little pause, Hamas has released a total of 58 hostages, primarily women and children, and Israel has freed 117 Palestinian prisoners. So heading into today, 58 hostages released, 117 Palestinian prisoners released. Joe Scarborough, Morning Joe, was talking about this on MSNBC earlier today. And I don't know what's happened to Joe Scarborough, but I'm wondering if he's getting paid by Joe Biden at this point, because it's one thing to have your political leanings, but he was never a shill. I mean, a total shill the way that he is right now. Listen to what he has to say about Joe Biden basically being the reason all of this is happening. The crisis we're going through right now where the world could really spiral into World War III, but it's not because a guy who's actually (laughs) had 50 years of experience, it shows the contrast between a guy obsessed with marketing his brand, a guy obsessed with gestures, a guy who governed by gesture versus, well, Joe Biden, who has 50 years of experience. And when a deal goes sideways on the hostages, he can pick up the phone. He can call. He can get it done. When he meets with President Xi in a critical meeting, he can actually they 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 have experience. You know, they've got over a decade of experience working with each other when both of them were number two in their countries. Experience matters. And the contrast it makes me so angry when people are talking about, oh, Joe Biden, he's out of it. He's this. No, he's not. On Joe Biden's worst day, he's light years ahead of Donald Trump on policy, on politics, on diplomacy. Never been closer to World War III than under Joe Biden. Uh, Donald Trump struck a peace deal in the Middle East between Israeli-Arab uh, relations. No new wars under Donald Trump. What do we have with Joe Biden? Tensions have never been higher between the United States and China, Taiwan, Ukraine, Russia, uh, what, you know, unlocking billions of dollars for Iran, which results in Hamas attacking Israel. What, is he serious? No, these are unserious people. And if you want to have the argument about politics, all right, fine. Everybody's going to have their points of view. But don't sit here and look at us and say that he's all there. Like he's cognitively just fine. not. Joe Biden called on Jackie Walorski in a meeting a couple weeks after she died in a oh. car crash. And after he had already named a building in her honor. So he knew she was no longer there. Joe Biden speaks gibberish. Joe Biden has a hard time walking. Joe Biden can't stand up on a bike. He can't find his way off of a stage. So if you want to talk politics, that's fine. We can go back and forth. But don't give me this crap that Joe Biden's cognitively all there and way superior to Donald Trump in that category. This stapler that we've got in the studio (laughs) is completely more qualified to be running this country right now than Joe Biden is.